You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. It's a good weekend for sports. Uh, not only did you have the Kentucky Derby being ran, which I know a lot of people are interested in, uh, Razorback baseball taking care of business against LSU, which, uh, hey, another series win, another day at the office, and Christian Franklin even won player of the week. No Coes. No Coes. Amazing how that all works out. But it was a good run for them, and something that I know that uh, we'll talk more about when Dudley Dawson comes up and of wholehogsports.com is we got a chance to catch up with him, talk about all those things. But the NFL draft also happened, and, you know, it was really crazy, but not surprising that the NFL draft only saw one Razorback get drafted. And that was Jonathan Marshall to the New York Jets. It happened to be my team in the sixth round, which I'm excited about. Uh, I mean, anytime you have a former Razorback on the team you root for in the NFL or in the NBA or anything like that, it means a lot more. But, uh, you know, I'm pumped about it. We'll see what he can do. But it was crazy because that was the only player for the Razorbacks that was drafted. That was it. Now, I'm not saying it's a surprise because I felt like if any other player not named Jonathan Marshall was going to get drafted, it was more than likely going to be maybe Felipe Franks in there, maybe. Uh, I thought Rakeem Boyd would be more of a long shot, especially at the way that his past season went and then the opting out with two games left and, and all of that. So wasn't necessarily surprising, but still I thought that maybe he had a chance at it. But still – only getting one player drafted in the entire NFL draft from the Razorbacks is alarming. Just to put it mildly, it's alarming. But think about it. Your past four seasons that you've had in Razorback football have been four, two, two, and three wins, respectively. I know last year was kind of a, an inch, uh, a different type of year, but still. You're talking about years where you have had supreme losing records, especially in conference play. You've had guys transfer out. You've had guys not pan out. You've had lack, lacking of talent and lacking of depth in certain positions. You've just not been very good. And the result of a bad football team, especially over an extended period of time, is exactly the results you see with Arkansas this past season and not getting any players drafted except for Jonathan Marshall. But the problem with that mindset of how a lot of people have just been upset by that, and at least how I look at it, is that's not going to happen again. I feel like this was this past season is going to be the first and only time we see Arkansas, especially under Sam Pittman, only have one player drafted in the NFL draft. Now, are they going to have first-round picks? Maybe, probably not. Uh, at least not here in the foreseeable future. I think Traylon Burks has an opportunity to do so, but I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just getting drafted in general because the better you are as a team and the more talent you have, you're going to get guys drafted. That's just how it works. And this upcoming season 
is going to be a big one for a few of these players to really stand out. Guys like not only Traylon Burks, but Jalen Catalan and others. But I just feel like Sam Pittman is really going to be able to start building upon the recruiting base for Arkansas to where they're no longer just going to have to wait on diamonds in the rough maybe to get it going. Like, Jonathan Marshall, I mean, he wasn't a big-time recruit. Like, he was fine. But, you know, he was just there, and he kind of just developed into this guy. And even besides him, you think about the four Razorback players that signed free agent deals with Arkansas or from Arkansas. Felipe Franks, Rakeem Boyd, Jerry Jacobs, and Xavier Kelly. What do all those players have in common? They're all transfers from other schools that came in. Like, isn't that nuts? No player from Arkansas that really developed and would stayed for the full amount of time in all the years that ever did anything like that. And so it's just really crazy when you break it down like that and you just kind of see just how far you've fallen. But why you're going to be back into the mix very, very soon. Because it all starts with recruiting. It all starts with development. And I think that Sam Pittman has really done a fine job of not only recruiting, but getting assistant coaches that put such an emphasis on not only recruiting, but developing guys as well. Like, I really think that that's going to be something that shows its face this upcoming season, as soon as this upcoming season where guys are starting to really come into their own as individual talents, and they really set the world on fire. Like, I really think that's going to happen. Now, I'm not going to start putting guarantees on anything just yet. But this past NFL draft, folks, is going to be the last time you ever see it like this. Just being honest about it. And I say give it some time and just wait. You'll see the difference that Sam Pittman and the staff will make, especially when it comes to getting guys drafted in the NFL. But we'll talk more about that uh, with Dudley Dawson and uh, some other things as well as the Razorback baseball team here in just a second. But first, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the actions at Bet Online. You know, this week has had tons of sports action on the go. We know the NFL draft just happened. We know the Kentucky Derby just happened. But the thing is, is with baseball and basketball and all these other sports, even NHL going on, this is where you need to be. UFC and MMA is included too. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news and sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as team prep for the playoffs. Head to the website now and use your mobile device and sign up today for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. That's right, promo code LOCKEDON, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Right now, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines as uh, we welcome in Dudley Dawson of WholeHogSports.com. And it's funny because I was talking with Dudley about the Green Bay Packers situation with Aaron Rodgers. Just how crazy it is that it seems like they can't really figure things out. People are on Team Aaron Rodgers, and I know he's a Dallas Cowboys fan, so we'll probably talk more about that as well but let's go ahead and welcome Dudley Dawson in and Dudley like what since we talked about it already but what do you make of this situation with with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers right now yeah Shailene Woodley's fiance doesn't put up with that anymore <laughs> you know, she, the uh, he uh, you know it it is uh, I think that he has proven obviously to be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL uh you know over the course of his history the way he came into the league, having to sit in the green room for so long, uh, was tough. And, and, you know, he was able to sit behind Brett Favre 
but it just seems, and I know he can be difficult to deal with at times, you know, if, you, if you've read a lot about him, but it just seems like Green Bay, the people running their front office, and, and I know they're community-owned or, or whatever it is, but they just have not kept him in the mix very well. And that's what you do when you get a star player. I mean, they've had a lot of other guys who've been there that helped out on both offense and defense. But let's be let's be honest. As a Dallas Cowboy fan, that dude's beat my team a lot of times, and we should have had him beat. And he makes plays after play after play. He's he's been a very good quarterback, and yet that's just not the way you treat the face of the franchise, even if you are about ready to move on. Dudley, as we know, sometimes these things are thrown out out there. And it could be from an agent or wherever it comes from to get deals done. Now, immediately, the Packers said, all right, we want to get a new deal for you after there was some uh, some unhappiness with Aaron Rodgers and saying they wanted to restructure his contract. He wanted that extension. They immediately come back with an extension once it said that he wants to move on. And now Aaron Rodgers on the other side says, no, too little, too late. I don't want the extension anymore. I want to move on. So the Packers, in this yeah. sense, are going to do everything it takes to keep them around because we see these things happen with quarterbacks quite a bit. Other players seem to get their way when they want out. The quarterbacks, not so much because there's only so many of those franchise quarterbacks out there. When you get one, you don't necessarily want to let them go. Yeah, and then like Houston with Deshaun Watson, there's not going to be anything that comes up with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's either going to be you sign him or you don't. I mean, I know people in Denver are very excited that they have the possibility of getting him, but I can't see Green Bay trading him to them. Uh, so you're going to have to do one thing. You're going to have to put out that money uh, or you're going to have to let him loose. And, and I just think there's a lot of good years still left in him. And, uh, you know, yes, I know Jordan Love's there, but does, did anybody hear anything about Jordan Love last year other than he was upset <laughs> that, uh, you know, he got him upset? So, uh, I mean, I, I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers holds all the cards here. Now, you can say he's under contract and he has to play and, and all that, but, uh, you know, he didn't have to play. That's true. I mean, he could be he could be an opt-out on the NFL level. How that An opt-out didn't work very well for the guys up here that did that. That's true. That's true. And I tell you this, Dudley, and since since you brought it up, uh, what did you make of the Razorbacks draft? Because you only had one player taken in Jonathan Marshall. Uh, were you surprised only one was taken, or what? What did you make of that situation? And not only the players drafted, but also the players that signed free agent deals too. Well, I thought Felipe Franks would get drafted in one of those seven rounds. I was really surprised he didn't. Uh, you know, Petra, my, my beautiful wife, is happy that he has a chance to make her, her Atlanta Falcons uh, with his uh, you know, free agent contract there. But I really thought he would get drafted. And I, I guess I thought Rakeem uh, Boyd, I thought Jonathan Adams from Arkansas State, Forrest Merrill from Arkansas State, uh, that all those guys would get drafted. But I, you know, I, I said it at the time, and, and, and I'm going to say it again now. I think it was a bad decision on Rakeem's part to opt out with two games left. And I think that, you know, even though he's had a lot of talent, uh, he's got, you know, has had some injury history. I think that was maybe the thing when they look at this back or that back that, that uh, you know, became a, became a thing. And, uh, you know, maybe there's somebody else they wanted to take a chance on that had not so-called quit on their team and and we can phrase it any way we want to again i think he's a good kid i don't think it was a great decision 
I and I understand the decision and why you would want to do it, but I just thought it sent a bad message to the the, the NFL brass and that you know comebacks to haunt him. And, and Jerry Jacobs the same way. You know, I I've not talked to the kid, uh, and I, I guess I should quit saying kid because they're twenty one and twenty two, but uh, you know, opting out just because Hudson Clark had beat you out was was not the way to do things. You know, and, and you know, I guess he's got a free agent contract too, and all these guys are going to get to have the opportunity. But you know, you play football all your life in high school and college to get drafted, and yes, you're going to get the free agent opportunity, but. You know, you, every decision you make along the way, you know, plays into people who will look at two guys and say, they're pretty, pretty, you know, pretty comparable talent. But this guy stayed with his team, did all this and worked hard. And, you know, I think that's that when it gets down to the end, that that proves to be the difference maker for him. Dudley, which one of those guys do you feel like got the best situation as an undrafted free agent, whether it's one of the Razorbacks or one of the other guys with in-state ties? Well, I think Felipe Franks, you know, I think that there's an opportunity there, uh, you know, for him to, to if not be the, the backup quarterback, to have a shot at, you know, at being the taxi squad quarterback or whatever. Uh, you know, they clearly are going to go with Matt Ryan for a couple of more years, and Matt Ryan's going to be better because he's going to have Kyle Pitts to throw to. Uh, you know, but the, the other guy, I mean, I've just, I've always, always a big fan of Jonathan Adams and, uh, and I believe it's Detroit he's with, mm-hmm. uh, and the, uh, you know, I just think that kid can play. Yes. He may not run the 40 in the time you want him to, uh, but the dude, you know, see ball, catch ball. Uh, and he, he did a great job at it. I mean, he's done it over there in Jonesboro for several, several years. And, you know, I'm. You know, these measurable things are all fine and dandy, but I like people who make plays. You know, if I fight, if I hear, you know, like there was one wide receiver that Arkansas was looking at that's caught 11 passes in two years. Hey, looks great in a uniform, but 11 passes in two years is not very productive if you want to be a college football player. Uh, so you just, I'm all into productivity. Measurables are great. You know, maybe it's because I've been, you know, five nine for the last uh, forty <laughs> or so years, uh, but the uh, I just I like productivity and, and you know not only on the college level but on the NFL level as well. Well, Dudley, I think it was interesting too because uh, this past year you only had one player drafted from Arkansas, which as I try to tell people, it's like well, when you've only won four, two, two, and three games respectively over the past four years, those are the types of things that are going to happen. But just kind of really looking into a crystal ball into next year. How many Razorbacks could you see entering into the NFL draft next year and getting drafted? I feel like Traylon Burks would be definitely one of those guys, but who are some other options of possible Razorbacks that could get drafted in next year's NFL draft? Yeah, I've seen him in the in the uh, some mock first rounds, Traylon Burks. So you know, uh, I feel like you know that's kind of a you know, barring no injuries or any other situations, I think he's he's going to be a rich young man, uh, you know, sooner than later. As far as the other ones. Uh, Jalen Catalan, you know, could come out. Uh, you know, he is, uh, you know, maybe short for the NFL, but boy, he can he can play football. And again, the productivity's there. Uh, you know, I would have said Mike Woods, uh, but uh, you know, he's going to be catching passes from Spencer Rattler this year. So you know, obviously, uh, you know, he would have been one. And then I think you start looking at guys 
if they have good years. Dorian Sherald has been injury prone here, but has that, you know, has the skill, if he can stay healthy, to have a big year. You look at guys, uh, you know, some other guys back there in the secondary, Joe Fouché, uh, you know, Greg Brooks and those guys. You know, I think there's going to be several that are going to have the opportunity to be drafted. But I think you usually are what you are. And you mentioned Arkansas winning, you know, four games or whatever it was here recently. Well, that's because they hadn't had a lot of talent on this team. And uh, from 1 to 85, most of the other SEC teams uh, could, you know, had a much fuller roster. Arkansas, I think, is getting better from 1 to 22. Uh, you, you know, and, and after that, you get better from 22 to 44 and just keep it going. I think they've got the right coaches now. I think the, uh, you know, E. Marion Harris, the the outstanding offensive lineman, uh from Joe T. Robinson, who is going to make his commitment on Sunday, uh, I feel good about Arkansas's opportunity to get him. I would never say it's a lock, but uh, uh, him and Andrew Chambly getting uh, two offensive linemen out of state to have offers from just about everywhere. I think we see that the talent's going to get better up here, in, in you know, with this current coaching staff. Uh, instead of, uh, and I don't have any animosity or, or ill will toward. Uh, Chad Morris at all, but Chad Morris was elected into the Texas High School uh, Coaching Hall of Fame this weekend, and I think that's a good spot for him. Uh, <laughs> Allen, Texas, where he's coaching now, and I think you know some people make great head coaches, some people make great assistants. Rocky Boyd was in a situation where, as a junior, he was getting some of that feedback from the NFL. He chose to come back for a senior season prior to opting out at the end of the season. Are there any guys that are in that junior range that could play themselves into possibly getting some love from the NFL and maybe moving on? Well, I mentioned Catalan, uh, you know, so certainly he's one of the guys. Uh, you look at a guy like they want Hudson Henry to be that guy, you know, the tight end. He'll be in his third year, uh, and, you know, that's how uh, that's when you're able to go these days. Uh, certainly, you know, that's someone uh, – you know, you look at a guy like Trey Knox. Is he going to be Trey Knox as as, a, as he was as a freshman, or Trey Knox as as he was as a sophomore? You know, so that's somebody I look at. And then, you know, I I come back to I should come back. Myron Cunningham, I think, has an excellent chance to be drafted next year. If he has a really good year, he'll move up the charts. He has the measurables that they want, and uh, you know, has has the opportunity to to be really good. And then, and then, uh, you know, the size. Uh, on Traylon Smith, you know, might be a factor. I think he has a chance to get drafted maybe as, uh, you know, somebody as a third down back and a special teams guy, but I don't know how high he's going to be able to move up. Those are some names that come to mind. The fact that not many more do tells you how they still have a ways to go to get get what they want here. But I am anxious to see a lot of these these freshmen. Uh, You know, we saw them in spring practice, but I'm anxious to see them going up against somebody else. Uh, to see what their future is going to be like. They were immensely talented in high school. Uh, they looked really good in, in spring practice, but let's see how it goes from there on. And I, I guess one other guy you should mention, I, I would think that everybody in the world would hope that K.J. Jefferson has a fantastic year uh, because if he does, then Arkansas is going to be better off. We'll talk to more with Dudley Dawson here in just a second, but first got to tell you about Built Bar and how it is just so amazing. You know, you're getting into the gym, you're getting that beach bod ready. You're trying to also do that while balancing out your job and kids and everything that's on the go. 
And it's tough to eat healthy because eating healthy takes time. But luckily for you, you got Built Bar, which is a phenomenal health bar that is not only low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber, but it has 18 different amazing flavors to choose from. And they are so good for you because they have so much protein in them. And the best part of it all is that we have a deal for you. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's right. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Doesn't matter how many you buy. Doesn't matter how many boxes you take. 15% off using LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Dudley, trying to shift in gears a little bit and talking about the Razorback baseball team. Another series victory over the LSU Tigers. Uh, they had a doubleheader. They they won the first two, but you know, due to a controversial call at the end, we won't get into that in the in the third game. But still, uh, series victories sure all that went strike. Yeah, yeah. Apparently not. Uh, but it's just funny how like it, it's just Arkansas keeps finding ways to win, and their offense was there, but. Dave Van Horn even said after the game, he's like, we got to get that third day pitching figured out. We, we have got yep. to get that part figured out. And if we know that Dave Van Horn's a phenomenal coach. We know there's talent on this team, Dudley, but why, why can't they get that figured out? I don't know. You thought Lyle Lockhart was one of the better pitchers, you know, there at the start of the season, and he has had three straight to short outings. Coach Van Horn mentioned today that he's looking at three guys for the possible and I want to say Sunday starter, but here lately it's been double hitters on Saturday. So third game starter. Uh, he's looking at Caleb Bolden, Zebulon Vermillion, and, and a, an intriguing name, Jackson Wiggins, who has come out of the bullpen for them, uh, you know, at the first of the year and was lights out at times. They've been stretching him out uh, while he's not pitching in games, and he has the opportunity to be uh, the third starter from here on out. He has great stuff, great stuff, and he's the – He's the kind of pitcher that that uh, you know has enough pitches that you on the, he could be a weekend guy if he could and if he could settle in behind Wicklander and Peyton Paulette, then you're looking at a, a formidable thing. It's unbelievable, it's unbelievable that they're number one in the country and really have an unsettled pitching situation other than that dude that trots out of the bullpen and just shuts everybody down. Is hitting enough to carry this team like it has all season because? You see that many teams are faced with that same scenario. Now, number one team in the country, you would think that they necessarily wouldn't have that problem, but many teams don't have a third pitcher so you or, or still trying to find the right mix for that third day. And a lot of times in the third game of a series, you see the score get run up on both sides, and that's advantage Arkansas because they have been so good with offense and hitting the ball this year. Yeah, I don't really worry about the the offense. I mean, I think they get enough done. You know, there have been uh, several times, or I shouldn't say several, a few times this uh, season where they've, you know, have not scored many runs at all. But for the most part, they're averaging eight to ten runs a game. And, uh, you know, they've been hitting up and down the lineup, uh, uh, including the the 5'7", Robert Moore, who any place you put him seems seems to have big hits. So I'm not really worried about the offense. I'm certainly not worried about the bullpen. That third starter is really the only question that I have left for them. And, uh, you know, that's these three guys that he mentioned today. You know, maybe one of those steps up. Again, I, I'm intrigued by Jackson Wiggins out there. Six eight guy, throws downhill, throws hard. Uh, you know, is a guy that looks like, like a starter in the SEC. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see. There's three weekends left in the season. 
uh, Arkansas, you know, he's got Georgia this weekend, Mississippi State, uh, uh, goes to South Carolina, Ole Miss, I think, uh, uh, is at Texas A&M and Vanderbilt's at home. Uh, and those are really the four teams left in the overall running for the overall title. Uh, but, uh, you know, they've, they've been really good so far, and, and you gotta you got to give it up to Nate Thompson, Matt Hobbs, as well as Coach Van Horn. All right, Doug, we just got about a minute, but i got to ask you, Bob Moore is really fun to watch, isn't he? Uh, I mean, he, he was yes, great he in that game, but also the fact that Arkansas did not have to ha- worry about having uh, a co-player of the week. You actually had Christian Franklin win it all. How great is that? Yeah, and hey, I love Bob, Bob Moore killing you with crosses on his face. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I love that. I love that. The, uh, but yeah, Christian Franklin deserved to be the the player of the week. Of course, the, I guess that you're complaining last week got that taken care of. So good must job, have been. Yeah, must have been all me. I'll take all the credit for it, Dudley. That's for sure, man. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate you hopping on with us every Monday. Enjoy the rest of the week, my man. We'll be catching up with you next week. All right. You too. Love being on with you guys. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 